sweet. I love you all. I do. I do. I do. Um, wow. So this is quite an honor this morning. Um, it's always an honor to stand before you, but uh, this is really an honor that um, I, that our pastor leader, our senior leader, Mr. Reverend Thomas Martinson, uh, <laughs> trusted me to stand before you, and it is quite an honor to stand before you this morning to preach the word of God. And uh, thank you all who've been praying for me this week. they're always needed, and I appreciate it so much. And I'm going to just brag a little bit, because I have two very good friends here. I know we don't normally do this, but these two women I've known for many years, and they've walked with me. My very, very good friend, Marion, just wave. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> and my other very, very good friend, Alicia. And these two women are just really rock-solid believers, and I love them to death. And I'm so thrilled that they took time to come this morning. So let's pray and let's get started. See what the Lord has to say. (sighs) Holy Spirit, we thank you this morning. We thank you every morning. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that um, you are in control of all things. I just submit myself to you. I just surrender it all. Have your way, Lord. Be glorified this morning. Your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, I'm coming with to you this morning out of Luke 10, 38 through 42. I'm using the NIV version if you want to follow along with your apps or whatever. So it says, and Jesus and his disciples were on their way. Were on their way. (laughs) He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted. The King James Version reads, she was cumbered, which means she was tied up, distracted, overly occupied, too busy with the cares of all the preparation that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. So picture in your mind the dynamics of what's going on in this passage. Mary and Martha are at home. Somebody comes to the door and announces in just two hours, Jesus will be coming for lunch, along with all his disciples, all of them. And, and they will be hungry. They've been walking all morning, and they will probably be smelly and dirty as well. There's only one thing to do. Mary and Martha start working, but time flies quickly, and before all the work is done, Jesus and his company enter the door. Salad is, still isn't made, bread isn't cut, table isn't set, the meat isn't done, and there's so much work to do. Wouldn't you know it? There's a ton to be done, and where is Mary? distracted from her duty, sitting at the feet of Jesus, taking it easy, listening and talking to the rest of the disciples. Ask yourself, if this was the kind of situation that you witnessed or experienced, how would you feel? Would you be on Mary's side, who is taking it easy at the feet of Jesus? 
Or would you be on Martha's side, who seems to be the real awareness when it's time to work and when it's time to rest? I suspect most of you, like me, we identify with Martha. We really understand Martha's resentment when she says to Jesus, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. Martha has a lot of things to do, and she knows that only way to get them done is to sit to, is by herself. At least it, now it's by herself because it really takes two people to get it done. But she goes ahead anyway. Most of us identify with Martha in this situation. Work comes before rest. First things first. Let's get rest later. But Jesus responds to Martha. He says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. Jesus knows Martha has many things to do, and he is concerned about Martha. Jesus did not scold Martha for being uh, distracted. He didn't chasten her for attempting to make things comfortable for him and the disciples. But he did want Martha to understand that she was upset. She was cumbered. She was choked. She was distracted because her focus was on temporal things, not on material and on material things, not on the things that do not perish. Luke 8, 14 tells us, And that which fell among thorns are they, which when they heard go forth and are choked with the cares of this world and the pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. Martha was distracted with really what wasn't important. She was cumbered or choked. She was tied up, distracted, overly occupied, too busy with the cares of the temporary material things and the things that bring no fruit to perfection. You see, Jesus and his disciples would be hungry again. After all the preparation, in about four to six hours, Jesus and the company, including Mary and Martha, would be hungry again and they'd have to do it all over again. A temporary satisfaction. What is it that Mary has chosen? Jesus said, Mary has chosen what is better, and it will, be and it will not be taken for, from her. Mary has chosen to sit to the path that leads to a closer and deeper relationship with the Lord. She chose to be in a place where the ultimate need is met, and it will never be taken away from her. She chose the bread of life. As I studied this portion, I found that there are at least seven other occasions where we find people at the feet of Jesus, and in each instance has a common thread. A need is being met. And as each of, is met, a closer, a more loving, a deeper personal relationship with the Lord is de developed. My title is At the Feet of Jesus. <laughs> what is happening at the feet of Jesus? At the feet of Jesus, there is a place where your faith will make you whole. The word whole means to save, keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger or destruction, to save from suffering or from perishing, 
such as one suffering from disease, to make well, heal, restore to health, to preserve one who is in danger of destruction, to save or rescue from destruction or death, to bring salvation, to make you whole, complete, nothing lacking, nothing missing, everything restored, everything new. And again, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Let's see if I can do it in time. Okay. <laughs> There was the woman with the issue of blood in Matthew 9, 20, 22. And behold, a woman with disease, with an issue of blood, 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. She said with, with her, within herself, if I may touch his garment, I shall be made whole. But Jesus turned about and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made you whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. It, she was rescued from danger of destruction. She was saved from perishing. And the woman was restored to health, kept from the danger of destruction from that hour. She was made whole, not only physically, but financially. Because in that 12 years when she was, was sick, she spent all her money with doctors who could not help her. But boy, she went to the chief physician. She went to King Jesus. And he restored her and made her whole. Hallelujah. Be of good comfort. There is a Seraphonician woman or the Canaanite woman in Mark 7, 24 to 26. Jesus left the place and went to a vicinity in Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, yet he could not keep his presence, presence secret. In fact, as soon as this woman heard about him, she came rushing in. Her daughter was possessed with the evil spirit. She fell at his feet and began to worship him. The woman was a Greek. She was, did not belong in the Jewish setting. In fact, there's a portion of scripture that we're very familiar with where she says, um, you know, get away the dogs. And she says, well, Lord, even the dogs get the scraps of the children. And God said to her, Jesus said to her, your faith has made you whole. This Greek woman begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. And because she worshipped him at his feet, she said, your daughter is healed. Go home and be with your daughter. In Matthew 15, 18, didn't, um, he said, her, I'm sorry, the old woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very odd hour. Her daughter was rescued from danger or destruction. Her daughter was saved from perishing, and the woman's daughter was restored to health, kept from the danger of destruction from that very hour. The leper or the Samaritan, in Luke 17, 15 through 19, the King James Version says, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice and glorified God. And he fell down on his face at his feet giving him thanks. He was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, said, where were not there 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? They were none found and returned to give glory to God, save this foreigner. And he said to them, arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has rescued you from danger or destruction, saved you from perishing. This was a Samaritan. He shouldn't have even been in the presence of Jesus. There was an ought with the Samaritan. The, the Jews would go all the way around the barn to avoid going through to Samaria, 
Samaria because the Samaritans were considered unclean. But here it is, a foreigner who doesn't belong, but yet Jesus recognized that he, who he, that he recognized who Jesus was. He fell at his feet and worshiped him. And Jesus said to him, you are restored. Your faith is whole. What do we find at the feet of Jesus? We find forgiveness. We find salvation. Jesus anointed by, by a sinful woman in Luke 7, 37 through 38 and 47 through 50. I'm trying to go slow. I'm trying to go slow. <laughs> I'm trying to go slow. Help me, Holy Spirit. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed him with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same little is love. And, she said, and he said to her, thy sins are forgiven. And, she, and he said to the woman, the faith, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? You find healing for the multitudes. In Matthew 15, 29 through 31, Jesus departed from thence and came nigh unto the Sea of Galilee and went up unto a mountain and sat there. And a great multitude came unto him, having with them those who were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and, they, and he healed them. Insomuch that the multitude wandered when, wondered when they saw the dumb speak, the maimed to be whole, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and they glorify the God of Israel. Amen. There's Jairus' daughter in Mark 5, 22, 23, and 41 through 42. And behold, there came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lie, lay thy hands on her, that she might be healed, and she shall live. And, it took, and he took the damsel. I want to say that in the point, the point that he approaches Jesus, the woman with the issue of blood interrupts. So here he is standing, waiting for Jesus to come, and on his way to heal his daughter, she, he gets interrupted and stops with the woman of the issue of blood. And this woman with the issue of blood told the whole story. So it wasn't like she, healed, she got healed and walked away. She got healed and she told the whole story, the whole 12-year story. She didn't leave anything out. And while this man is sitting here and saying, Jesus, my daughter's dying, he's like listening, not moved, not shaken, not concerned. He know, he's got this. And behold, there cometh the rule and, and the sea. And he took the damsel, in verse 41, and he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talitha kume, which is being interpreted, damsel, 
I say unto thee, Arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was the age of 12. And they were astonished with great astonishment. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? You find peace. You find deliverance. Demons were cast out in Luke 85, 35. Then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Afraid, peace of mind. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? Strength and compassion. Mary of Bethany in John 11:32. Then when Mary had come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother would not have died. Then Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, and came with him. And he groaned in his spirit, and he said, Where does he lay? And he said unto him, Lord, come, see. And Jesus wept. But Lazarus got up, amen, and he, <laughs> and he was raised from the dead, amen. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? Love given and love received. Mary at the feet of Jesus in Luke 10, 42. One thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, what shall be taken from her, which shall not be taken from her. Jesus anointed by the sinful woman in Luke 10, 47. Wherefore, I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. And those who love much are forgiven much. Amen. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? A place to worship. The wise men in Matthew 2, 11. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him with gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The Canaanite woman, she came in worshiping him, saying, Lord, help me. At his feet she fell. What do you find at the feet of Jesus, the leper who came back to worship him and thank him for healing him? What do you find at the feet of Jesus' disciples after the resurrection in, Michael, in Matthew 28, 17? And when they saw him after the resurrection, they fell down and worshiped him, and, but some doubted. In Revelations 14, 7, he cried with a mighty voice, revere God and give him glory, honor and praise and worship, for the hour is his judgment has arised. Fall down before him, pay him homage and adoration and worship him when you created. For heaven and earth and the sea and springs fall, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess, every knee shall bow at the feet of Jesus. In Revelations 4, 10 and 11, the 24 elders, the members of the heavenly Sanhedrin, fall prostrate before him who is sitting on the throne and they worship him who lives forever and ever and they throw down their crowns before the throne crying out, worthy are you, O Lord and God, to receive the glory and the honor and the dominion and the created of all things. By your will they are brought into being and they are created. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? But maybe the question is, what don't you find at the feet of Jesus? Whatever you need is at the feet of Jesus. 
whatever you desire are, is at the feet of Jesus. He is the deliverer. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the healer. He is the one anointed, the one who is and was and is and shall come. What do you need to find at the feet of Jesus? Everything for life and life more abundantly. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? Living water. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? Resurrection power. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? Healing. What do you find at the feet of Jesus? Joy unspeakable. Whatever you need, whatever you desire, you can find it at the feet of Jesus. He is waiting for you to come. He's longing for you to come. He wants you to sit like Martha at his feet. He even loves when we praise him and kiss his feet with our praises and worship. He is longing for us to be there. If you don't know who Jesus is, <laughs> just in case, he's the son of God. If you don't know who Jesus is, he hung on a tree that you might have life and have life more abundantly. If you don't know who Jesus is, he was born of the Virgin Mary. If you don't know who Jesus is, he suffered under Pontius Pilate. If you don't know who Jesus is on the third day, he got up. <laughs> if you don't know who Jesus is, he ascended into heaven, and now he sits on the right hand of our Father. If you don't know who Jesus is, ask, Lord, I don't know who you are, but I want to know you, and he will come to you. He will find you. He will seek you, and he will whisper to you and tell you who he is. He might even talk to you in a loud voice and say to you, I am the son of God. I give you life and life more abundantly. I have eternal life from you. This thing in this world is temporary, but choose what is permanent. Choose what doesn't end. Choose what is everlasting. Choose life in me. Mm, seek him. Seek him while he yet me found. Seek him. Seek him in your prayer time. Seek him. Seek him in your drive time. Seek him. Seek him when you're eating lunch, when you're sitting at your computer, when you're playing your video games or whatever games you play, when you're talking with your friends. Seek him. He's always knocking. He's always whispering your name. He's always calling you. Say, come unto me. All you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, for my burden is easy and my yoke is light. <sighs> to sit at the feet of Jesus, all you have to do is cast aside whatever your burden is. To sit at the feet of Jesus, all you have to do is maybe step a little bit out of yourself and look up or look next to you. Just sit at the feet of Jesus, all you have to do is stop for just a minute and say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, show me the way. To sit at the feet of Jesus, all you have to do is sit down. <laughs> it's really that simple. Sit down. If I was, well, maybe I'll do it. I was going to say if I was 10 years older, younger, 
not older. <laughs> Maybe if I was 10 years older. Okay, I got a, the spirit of Caleb. It's okay, it's good. All you have to do is just sit and wait and desire and long for him. It's no fancy formula. Just have to have yourself open to receive. There's no trick or magic. You just have to say, Jesus, I'm seeking you. There's no, there's no certain Bible verse. There's no certain time of the year. He's right here with you always and forever. Just sit at the feet of Jesus. If you don't know Jesus and you haven't received him as your Lord and Savior, I would love the opportunity to lead you to him, to introduce you to him, to get you acquainted with him. If maybe you've walked away and you want to just kind of like get back in that pocket with him, to sit down like this, I would love to pray with you or for you on that. In fact, maybe I'll just do it right now. And this few don't know him, then pray with me. If you haven't been near him in a while and you need to find yourself back to me, I invite you to come sit with me if you want. You can sit where you are, sit in front, but if you desire, you can come and sit. Because he's waiting, he's willing, he's loving you for doing that. <sighs> Thank you, Favor. Jesus, mm. we just want to sit with you today. We choose you. <laughs> we choose you. We choose you. We lay aside every weight, every encumbrance, everything that has us tied up, and we choose you. Jesus, if there's someone here who hasn't met you, I, we just say that you ask him just to come into your heart. Ask him to introduce himself to you. Tell him that you want to experience the joy of knowing him. Ask him to forgive you for your sins. He will. It doesn't matter what you think your sin is. <laughs> he doesn't have a catalog. Sin is sin, and all that is is just disobedience to him. If you've gotten a little distracted and been a little far from him, then Papa, just say, We're, I'm home. I want to come home. I want to come home. I'm running to you. I want to come home. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I want to come home. Just like the prodigal son, his arms are wide open, and he will be celebrating you. He will be celebrating if this is the first time that you recognize that you weren't at home, and he will celebrate you if you left home and want to come back. 
He is there with his arms wide open. It doesn't matter. My father told a story, which is a true story. He was dressed one Sunday. He was a preacher, if you didn't know. And one Sunday, he was all dressed in his white robe, looking all preacherly. And my brother, my oldest brother, who was about maybe three years old, had finished a chocolate candy bar. Chocolate on his face and on his hands. He comes running to his papa. And at first run, my father said, ho, ho. And the Holy Spirit said, I took you just the way you were. So my father opened his arms and let that little boy run into them. Chocolate face and all. <laughs> but isn't that what Jesus does? We run into his arms, chocolate face and all. And he says, welcome home, my child. Welcome home. You have been made whole. You've been rescued. You've been saved from danger. You will not perish. You have been made whole. So, Father, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for these beautiful, beautiful children that are here in this place. I thank you for each heart that has opened itself up to you to receive your love, your tender kindness. I thank you for each person who might have struggled to get here but made it anyway. I thank you, Lord, that there's such freedom and liberty wherever you are. And we walk and we bask in that freedom and liberty. So Papa, Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you for touching each person here today. Thank you for loosing your angels in this place. Thank you that they are taking up residency in this place. Thank you that this is a temple. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We honor you. We're so grateful for you. And we want to always sit at your feet.